That's right. It's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Whether you are new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you have not done your weekly review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you finish listening or feel free to work on your weekly review while you listen. Uh, I hear that's a good strategy as well. I'm Jean McDonald, and I'm here with my very good friend and co-host, James Dempsey. Hi, James. How's it going today? And have you done your weekly review? Hi, Jean. It's going uh, not so badly today. And um, I've done some reviewing, but I wouldn't call it a full weekly review. And I've done some inbox mitigation <laughs> efforts um, because over the course of getting uh, the the song One More Thing recorded and produced and all and managing that whole project, my inbox got a little out of hand. So um, that is still not where I want it to be, but it's better than it had been. So um, progress in those areas, but I can't declare complete victory and success. <laughs> Well, I did do my weekly review. I don't know oh. <laughs> why. It, it just, uh, I, today I thought, you know what? I am, I'm kind of exhausted from all the stuff I've been doing lately, but that doesn't mean I can't take up my iPad and just go through OmniFocus and sort of reacquaint myself with my task management tool and all the things that are parked in it. So I wouldn't call it, you know, a canonical weekly review because uh, all the inboxes are not down to zero, but all the inboxes got looked at and reduced quite a bit. Or in the case of OmniFocus itself, um, I got rid of everything that was in the OmniFocus inbox. And I also got rid of or updated or checked off things that were supposedly overdue, but I had actually done them. I just hadn't checked them off yet. So gotcha. th that's pretty satisfying, actually. <laughs> that's fantastic. Quite a quite a plot twist this week. I know. So I was, I mean, if, as weekly reviews go for me, I would consider it, you know, um, hey, not a shoddy one, not not a hundred percent David Allen stamp of approval, but definitely did more. And uh, yeah, it was interesting. In fact, I I was going through the various you know horizons that we had um, mm -hmm. talked about at the beginning of the year, and I was like, oh, look at this! I had a, in my like one to two year plan, uh, one of the things on the list was Swedish Death Cleaning, which was uh, the book um, I read last year about, you know, decluttering from the point of view of the Swedish gentle art of Swedish death cleaning, which is a very interesting book. And I had planned to implement it within a year, um, because that's what the author says, you know, it probably takes you a year to get this level of decluttering done. But instead, I decided to sell my house. And so it was like Swedish death cleaning in a month. And I, That's right. I it's off my list now. I was like, yeah, I'm never going to get 
to that point again, where I feel like I need a year <laughs> to go through the house, you know, room by room and, uh, and minimize. So, so that was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, well, let's, um, before I just go on and on about the joys of checking things off that you've already done, um, because it is pretty fun. Um, maybe we should look at our weekly to-do. So first, let's bring in that band. The weekly to-do, yeah, the weekly to-do. Gene and James are working through the weekly to-do. Who are those people anyway? <laughs> That's a it's a spin-off band from uh, uh, a very popular and wildly successful band known as James Dempsey and the Breakpoints. <laughs> it's the, the the weekly reviewers. The is weekly that? reviewers. Um and uh yeah, so James I don't remember what your weekly to do was. I think it was uh um related though to the publication of your single was uh, it getting out the liner notes it was that's was uh, what it was yes they are out yay liner so notes I'm happy about that so uh yeah i uh uh on jamesdempsey.net um we'll put up a link but mm-hmm. uh it's uh you know one of the things that you miss when you don't have like with digital music is you don't have liner notes like you used to with old albums or mm-hmm. even CDs. Um, so those live now um, on my website for James Dempsey and the Breakpoint songs. So it's got the uh, listing of all the musicians who played all, counting myself, all 33 of them. Wow. Um, we should have gotten somebody to play just a little bit of the song so we could have 33 and a third um, <laughs> for for old school single. Uh, well, actually, those No, are those were the lo- uh, LPs. The long were... play is 33 and yeah. a third. But, um, and it has all the lyrics. A number of folks had been asking about the lyrics. And um, then just some notes about the, the song itself um, when it, you know, when it first debuted, a little bit about the recording and what have you. And uh, also just links so you can play it, you know, hear it in Apple Music and Spotify and on YouTube. So kind of your one-stop shopping for all your one more thing, the single <laughs> information and song playing needs. So it felt very good to get that done. Um, and yeah, that uh, that that song is... It's it's out there, so that's great. Good for you. Um, I did have a weekly to-do that was related to my big project as well um, after the launch of uh, Kaleidoscope 3, which um, was a side gig that I've been working on the last month or so. It The launch went really well, and uh, we had a blog post um, to publish and uh, send out links to about the the process of how uh, Christopher and his team uh, uh, decided to acquire Kaleidoscope because it was an acquisition and then how um, how they financed it and you know what were the the challenges of 
taking over an app that hadn't been updated in so long. And so we got that out and I got my links out to the people who I knew were interested in reading that blog post and hopefully we'll cover it on their blogs or newsletters or podcasts or whatever. So that was done. That is done. Yay. <laughs> Excellent. Um, what do you think you're going to weekly to do next week? Uh, laundry. Laundry. It's good. Well, I have, um, I don't even know I mentioned that my, my washing machine oh, broke. Oh, right. Uh, and so I've kind of been just riding the let's let the laundry collect <laughs> wave until I get a washing machine and it's uh, should I should be getting a new washing machine delivered tomorrow. Well, mm. the day that folks are listening to this podcast, so uh, we're recording the day before at the moment. Mm-hmm. So yes, as you listen to the podcast, uh, if you get it on the release day, I may be very well putting in the first load of wash of my new washing <laughs> machine. So I'm looking forward. I, I usually don't look forward to laundry, but I, like they say, you, you don't know what you got till it's gone. So <laughs> uh, it, it, and yes, I could have gone to a laundromat. There's one up the street, but I kept putting it off and putting it off with the, uh, with the song release coming and organizing stuff. And, you know, I kept uh, having, clean clothes to wear um and so we, it seems like it's going to time out kind of perfectly where <laughs> just about every stitch of clothing i have is it needs, needs to be laundered just in time for the the washing machine and if something goes awry then i'll be at the laundromat this weekend but that's my my weekly to do is a lot of laundry well that's that'll be fun though because you'll have a new machine and uh I highly recommend – well, it will probably come with a paper uh, user manual. Uh, but if not, you know, downloading the user manual because I don't know how long it's been since you got a washing machine, but they are very different. <laughs> very, yes, they seem complicated. <laughs> They're very complicated. <laughs> it's got like 18 cycles. and it's- Oh, my gosh, Yes. Um, also a thing I didn't know was a thing, um, until I moved into this apartment and I wanted to get the user manual for the very complicated washer and dryer, um, is that there's a QR code on the machine itself to take you right to the manual. And I assume that's like a standard thing they do these days. So, well, that's cool. And that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, you know, I wanted to do a little bit of follow-up. Okay, well, your thing is laundry. I will tell you what my weekly to-do, I'm pulling from the the red-hot poker category, also known as phone calls, um, but I need to do this. I, I've put it in my calendar. That's how much I want to make sure I get it done, is that um, the insurance company that I have my dental insurance through uh, or the agency that I have the dental insurance through changed hands and I need to call them and um, see if I c- can't get a better policy than I have now. And this is the time of year where 
you know, you can make changes potentially. And I don't want to wait till the last minute, um, like I often do. So I will be calling the insurance company. That's um, my weekly to do. And uh, whether I get the insurance sorted out, well, you know, that's not part of it. <laughs> the, the only part is to pick up the phone, which there is no phone. I mean, there's the iPhone. Pick up the iPhone and punch in the number and say, you don't know me, but I'm one of your customers. Um, that sounds good. Yeah. But uh, thinking of uh, to-dos, like long-term to-dos that we, we've we talked about in the past, when I was reviewing my, doing my weekly review, I was reminded that, you know, we talked about renewing global, um, the, the globe, what is it called? Um, global entry global entry um th- that that was be- coming up at one point and then they extended it for a year because of covid and or actually even it wasn't even covid i think they just were so overwhelmed with uh, applications they extended the deadlines and then they extended them again anyway i did finally fill out a renewal application and uh one of the things I wanted to let people know if they are, um, you know, tracking that as one of their tasks is that I was able to book an in-person appointment like for May of 2022. So, (laughs) so it's on my calendar. I mean, everything was quite booked up. So if you were thinking about renewing um, and you're in the renewal like window, you might want to go ahead and do it because it's going to take a while before you can actually get in and get the, the interview part done, probably, um, depending on where you live. But even Portland and Seattle were kind of the same. And since I'm not really traveling, I'm not that concerned. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. but it's one of those things like you don't want to let it slip, um, slip and then become expired because uh, then, then you have an expired thing and that's a, that's a different renewal path. Um, also a lot of travel related credit cards will pay for your global, um, entry or TSA. And, uh, if you have a card like that, that has that credit option, you know, you want to go ahead and use it before either they stop offering that or you decide to cancel that credit card. So, So anyway, that's in global entry renewal corner. That's an update for the listeners. Excellent. (laughs) And yeah, it is one of those things you don't want to, uh, you don't want to let it expire if, if at all possible. Um, And also even in the best of times, those lines are long, Mm -hmm. like the wait times. Um, I, when I got mine, like we weren't in the midst of a pandemic or anything, but the, the ones at local airports to go in for your interview were like months and months and months in the future. And the only one that I could get that was not was uh, in Phoenix. So I literally took a day trip to Phoenix just to get it done. Um, <laughs> Cause I had a bunch of travel coming up and I really wanted to have it done before I had a, yeah. all that travel. So um, and then, you know, so I got to go to Phoenix and then it's like a, it, like it's a 10 minute interview, not even. Mm-hmm. 
like you go in and anyway. Yeah, um, I, I went to Seattle for the to get my first interview for that reason as well, and I I think I drove and then I I spent the night with a friend of mine in the area and then came back the next day. But I yeah I I, I just wanted to get it done as well because I had several trips coming up and I didn't want to not have the TSA pre-check on um for like three trips in a row so mm-hmm. but gosh back when we traveled <laughs> a lot um i anyway today i i wanted to uh talk about something i think we've both been sort of referring to it as we've finished our big projects this week is is what i'm thinking of is like the post big project productivity hangover. Um, and uh, I would define that as that that moment when the adrenaline is kind of gone and you've been living on it for maybe weeks and the thing is done and then suddenly it's like you're tired. <laughs> maybe tired, maybe just la- some kind of general lack of energy and also a feeling of like, now what? Now what do I do? So um, I thought it would be interesting for us to talk about what we might do either. T- like, I don't want to say like to avoid it. Maybe that's just like a natural part of the the, the productivity mm-hmm. cycle. But, um, you know, just just uh, bounce some ideas off each other of, of what to do um, when post productivity hangover strikes. And yes. <laughs> apparently one of the things for me is like do my weekly review and then f- feel like less, uh, you know, down and I don't know, stuck because it's like, Oh, you got a lot of things unstuck. You could, you, when you, re- when you go back and, and really review what, you said you were going to do at some point and when you haven't really done that review um, in a long time, you, you can kind of pat yourself on the back. (laughs) Absolutely. It helps. So that's what I'm going to, well, I am going to try to stick to my original plan of doing some kind of weekly review on the day when we record, because that's, that fits um, like a, it's a good schedule. That's a good um, motivating factor is that I'm going to be talking to you. Um, but, but when you get into a big project, like even carving out that time um, for the podcast is hard. So carving out extra time to do a weekly review is, is um, tricky, but I, I am going at least now uh, that I'm post project. I want to try to get back to that. Um, but I don't know. What do you do to kick yourself into, uh, you know, feeling motivated again after a big project? Well, I find, and it's, I, I really never talk to anybody about this, but usually after 
like after the big WWDC show we would do, or in this case, after getting the the single out and kind of finishing up this big project, I always go into a bit of a, you call it a doldrum, a funk. Uh, like mm-hmm. I just feel like, uh, well, that's done, and who cares? And <laughs> like, no, seriously, it's yeah. it's like I I get I feel very down for a little while. Um, mm-hmm. And it usually lasts, I don't know, a couple days to a week, and then it goes away. Um, and I don't know what to do about it. It usually hits right when I should be, like, tweeting and being very excited about the thing. And I'm, then I'm like, nah. Um So it's yeah. like a – and then I feel even worse that I feel that way because then I feel like it's a – disservice to the thing we just did that I'm not more excited about it at the moment and that makes me feel even worse and um, then uh, and then a few days go by and I kind of it passes and then I kind of go on to the next thing Um, and I don't I and it's not new, right? This mm-hmm. has been happening to me since, oh, like we used to, like I was in an acapella group in college. In fact, I was president. So I would put on, like I've been putting on shows that uh, for years and years in different contexts. So it's the exact same thing. It's it's mm-hmm. never changed over the years. I've never found a good way to get over it. It just part of the process it seems for me um and i don't know what to i don't know what to do about it um well i i think you know as i said before maybe the point isn't to figure out how to avoid it just to accept that it is part of the the process and like anything um you know we go through kind of cycles of energy and enthusiasm and we can't maintain that or sustain that for ever. We can't only go up. Uh, we have to like sort of come down and, and cycle back up again. And so I think that, um, you know, you, you just, you know that about yourself, you know, from, you know, way back, that that's what happens. And, and uh, maybe there's some way you can not feel bad <laughs> about it. I don't know. I mean, I'm no, I am no um, licensed professional in, in the science of emotions. But I because and I, I have the same thing. And I know, I know that the only thing that I, I have learned is that when I'm and at that point of like, Ugh, I don't feel like doing anything and I'm, I'm, I've, you know, whatever level of energy that went into this big project, I can't really sustain that. But to come out of the, uh, the dip is just find one thing to do um, and, and do it. And then that helps, you know, not like another big project necessarily, or probably, you know, that's not, not a good idea. But in the case of today, I just said, I'm just going to open OmniFocus. 
that was the project for today. And then, and then of course I got interested in like looking at what I had in there and what things I could check off and what things were, were overdue and what, you know, re, re, re up their due dates or defer dates and then feel like, okay, it's, um, but sometimes the project is, um, you know, straightening out everything in my kitchen. <laughs> mm-hmm. In fact, the kitchen is definitely a place where I get like my my feeling of yeah. If you can just start with one dish or one like load one thing into the dishwasher or. Uh, put one thing away that really shouldn't be sitting out on the counter, then uh, it sort of snowballs into a um, therapeutic um, straightening up session. And I enjoy that. Excellent. And the other thing is, you know, now a couple days have passed, so I'm feeling a good deal better than I was. And it occurred to me um, during the, like, while we were working on one more thing that um, uh, that for a number of years now, we would do kind of a WWDC show or in the pandemic, some kind of online event, which would take a, a good chunk of preparation. And then I would tend to just do nothing for pretty much the whole year in terms of James Dempsey, the breakpoints, mm-hmm. um, until the next WWDC, and that's always been something that I I've always wanted to do more, but either things would come up or, or what mm-hmm. have you. So the fact that you know we we did our retrospective in June and then uh, managed to put together this single with so many people performing on it and get it out there, um, mm-hmm. that feels really good to have done something besides the WWDC thing um, because I haven't done that in a long time. So on the one hand, it feels very good to have done it. On the other hand, there's always that, there's that, that gosh, awful letdown um, (laughs) when it's done. Um, But um, the, yeah, I find that, also, I do tend to just in general be somebody who uh, some people seem very good at like having kind of a one like they can work on a thing and keep working on that one thing like mm-hmm. continuously, it seems like. Um, whereas for me, it always seems to cycle between things. Mm-hmm. Like, so I'll be really into doing some music and some music production or writing songs. And then after a while, that'll just be like, okay, I'm done with that for a while. Um, and then, but then there's always something like, okay, now, okay, switch over and do some software development, then switch over and do some. So there's always, there's always something, mm-hmm. but it, it, it's not always the same through line. It seems like it's, you know, it, it cycles between interests as opposed to always being the same one. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm like that as well. Like I, I definitely 
uh, go through phases of what I get excited about doing and then, um, then sort of roll off and roll on to the next thing. <laughs> um, and, uh, it's all right. You know, I, I definitely have learned to accept my own work rhythm and, mm-hmm. and then that, or at least recognize when it's happening and not feel like, oh, I'm a failure because I can't, I can't like drag myself into doing anything after having done a lot. <laughs> um, I need my, my downtime, which I think young me, like college age me would have been like, what do you mean downtime? <laughs> and, and now uh, I, but you know, you work a lot and, and then you, you need to rest a lot. That's one way of getting things done. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. So I don't necessarily know that there's a good fix for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but on the other hand, things like, okay, they're not exciting exciting things but the you know i i have a new washer coming <laughs> that's awesome like that is kind that of is fundamental pretty exciting to, um <laughs> but on the other hand like i there's a program that you can get your house uh, earthquake retrofitted with mm-hmm. bolts bolts and braces um uh, and so that's a program and kind of that will be happening at my house uh, next week. Oh, wow. Um, but that's been in the works for a while. And, you yeah. know, it's not like um, – so, you, like, way back when – and it's a program where they, they kind of want to encourage it so you get kind of a rebate for doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's additional paperwork for all that. So that's kind of been just something that's been in the works for a while, but that's kind of coming to fruition next week. Um, and, um, and it was, <laughs> what's that? No, I was just thinking on this podcast, we have tempted the earthquake gods before when I was, uh, my house was sold, but not closed. On oh, that's and right. Said, like, hopefully there'll be no earthquake. There won't be an earthquake. I hope not. Uh, um, knocking on the wood though. But, but you know, me too. <laughs> um, <laughs> But, you know, it, it's not like I couldn't get it done any quicker. So. No, <laughs> no, I'm excited for you. I think that's that's because um, I know it's been a process and it is is going to be done. And then then I, I, I think it's a, it's a very sensible, uh, smart thing to do if you live in California or in Oregon like we do, where that's a a thing that can happen. So absolutely. And it's another um it's another loop to close also. Mm, yes. Um and it's it's you know, it's been like a low intensity long running loop. So that'll mm-hmm. feel good to feel good to close. Um in general, closing loops is enjoyable. <laughs> um yeah. so it and uh like getting the song one more thing out in the world that's a huge loop closed yeah. so i'm happy about that 
And I think another part of it is, um, especially with like, you know, because you announce the song and on Twitter, you know, people are, you know, talking about it. You hear about it. And then, you know, a couple days later, you know, nothing. Um, <laughs> so it's kind of like you also go from like, like being very engaged with people to just like radio silence. And it's kind of, you know, it's like flipping a switch. So that also doesn't help. I don't think that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you when you get a big thing done, there's usually some measure of gratification that happens on completion, but it doesn't extend <laughs> indefinitely, right? And, and nor uh, should it. And it, it right. makes total sense. It's just, it's just, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. just that feeling is like okay, it's, and you know, you don't. You don't necessarily want to be like, uh, like trying to suck up everybody's attention every moment of every day. That doesn't no. that doesn't seem right. No. Um, but then I was thinking, like, okay, so there are like folks that are on, like, you know, on like say a big TV show, and you watch like Jason Sudeikis, right? Mm-hmm. On Ted Lasso, we're all very, you know, we're both fans of the show. Mm-hmm. But then you know. Uh, they said it's like a three season mm-hmm. arc, mm-hmm. and then after that, you know, will we be watching everything Jason Sudeikis ever does for the rest of his life, or will it be like, oh, that was a great thing, and maybe we'll enjoy his next project? Maybe we won't even hear about it. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> so I was thinking, like, it's not just me. Like, this is just generally yeah. how the world works, and uh, so you know, as I, so it's like, so suck it up. That's how things are. Suck it up. What's your problem, man? (laughs) Just deal with it. Um, But that, you know, still doesn't. It's, you know, I think it's, well, you don't get those dopamine hits and you're just like, oh, it was great and now it's over and now on to the next thing. Um, I guess that's that's another part of it. (laughs) I feel like I recently read an article about how these dopamine isn't such a great thing. thing to have floating around in your brain after all. But I don't remember the article. I don't remember who wrote it or the conclusion. So not going to go go there, but it just feels like yet another thing where it's like, well, maybe it's better this way. Uh, less dopamine. Um, and well, and I don't know if it is dope. I don't know. I don't know I, either. Right. It's not like I've hooked <laughs> myself up to anything. And measured, I just... Yes, I would like to, again, disclaim any scientific uh, certification of any sort to talk about how the mind works. I just know how mind-mind works, and and uh, yes. it is that, you know, it, it, things go on, a, on an uphill, uh, upward swing, and then sometimes the, then they, they dip down and hopefully don't dip down so low that you can't get back up again. Um, Yes, for all I know, my humors could be in imbalance, (laughs) and I just need a leech or two. Who knows? Who can say? Um, All right. (laughs) That's that's my level of expertise is that, like, I I don't have any direct research to back any of that up. Um, Well... Before we go too far into medieval uh, 
science or <laughs> uh, medical treatments, maybe we should wrap this show up unless you have anything else you want to add, James. Uh, no, I think, uh, I think we... <laughs> you talked about leeches. <laughs> you got the... once, once we get to leeches, that's pretty much the end of the... <laughs> that's the end. It's time. You get to leeches, that means it's time to wrap up and get back to getting things done or not getting them done. Uh, you know, whatever works for you right now. Don't, don't be too judgy about yourself. Um, but if you have any... Uh, advice you want to share with us and our listeners about how you go from uh, big project energy to post project slump and then back up again, you know, feel free to write to us. You can find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm on micro.blog and Twitter. We are at the weekly review, or you can email us at say hello at theweeklyreview.fm. It would be really great if you would rate or review this podcast. It helps new listeners find us. And it also just makes us glad to know what you think. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you at the next weekly review. Thanks. You got some things you want to get done And still enjoy a bit of organizational fun There's a lot of things you got to do You'll think about them all Coming.